For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, do you want to win your Fantasy Basketball League? Well, if you do, you must grab these players. I'm going through the best players across all fantasy sites in Yahoo, ESPN, Fantrax for Points Leagues. Let's go! Talking about G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And today we are going through the must-draft players for points leagues. Now, I've already done a must-draft players video podcast for category leagues. So if you are looking for category league um, content, you can go over and check that one out on my YouTube channel or on the podcast feed. But today we're going to go through the must-draft players for point leagues. Now, If you clicked on this video, if it's your first time here, well, first of all, welcome. Please consider subscribing. We do so much uh, fantasy basketball content throughout the entire season. So welcome if you are new. But the term of must-draft players is a very um, clickable and highly searched term over on YouTube, Google, Twitter, everything like that. So... But it, it, it probably doesn't really reflect um, the, the reality of, of fantasy basketball, especially um, these days where there's a lot more content, a lot more um, knowledge and research out there. So what basically we are going to be doing in this podcast is I'm going, going to be going from rounds two to rounds 10 on all three of the major fantasy basketball sites in Fantrax, ESPN, and Yahoo. And I'm going to be looking at the average draft position on all three of those sites. And I'm going to be picking and choosing what I believe to be the players that are going um, too late compared to where I think they can produce in a points leagues. Now, for this video, we're going to be covering two different scoring formats. So obviously, there's the Yahoo standard point scoring, and there's also the ESPN standard uh, point scoring. And they are two different things. um, Yahoo doesn't take into account any efficiency, three-pointers, or anything like that, whereas ESPN does reward a little bit more in terms of three-point volume, a little bit more when it comes to uh, efficiency. So the points average for both things are slightly different. Now, obviously, when we get through it, ESPN, I'm comparing it to the ESPN default rankings. For Fantrax and Yahoo, I'm comparing it to the Yahoo default scoring because that 
in my opinion, is probably the more common. So I think most people would refer to those ones. They're quite similar. There's not a huge difference. Maybe some players are rewarded a little bit more in other formats than others. But just so we're all clear that if you're on ESPN, I'm going to be using the default ESPN scoring. If you're on Yahoo or Fantrax, I'm going to use the default Yahoo scoring. So let's get into it. All right. Round two. So again, we didn't do round one because they're all bloody good. Okay, so just draft the best one. There are some that are better than others, but they're all bloody good at that, you know, at one way or another. So we're starting in round two. DeMontis Sabonis on Yahoo and on Fantrax is a must-draft player. He is here at an ADP of 16.3 on Yahoo, 16.6 on Fantrax. And he is here because he is a second-round player in category leagues. In category leagues, he does not hit threes. He has a poorer free-throw percentage, and he doesn't get that many steals and blocks. But when it comes to fantasy point scorings, we want the big three. We want points, rebounds, and assists. And Demontis Sabonis does that really, really well. He probably, I think he led the league in rebounds last season. He's a great assist player for a center. And he scores at a decent level as well. So in my opinion, he is a very solid and safe first round pick for points leagues. Probably the back end. Um, nothing's really different in terms of his situation. I think he's going to pretty much put up exactly what he did last season. So I think that he is a very safe and solid first round pick when there are a few more risky players around that spot. So at 16.3, I think you can take him as high as 10 or 11. Um, he just is safe and solid and one of the best point scorers in that format over on Yahoo. On ESPN, Anthony Davis is at 20.6, which I know he's an injury risk, um, you know, in terms of games missed and things like that. However, Anthony Davis is basically, I've got him at six on my projections for fantasy scoring and a decent, there's a bit of a gap between him and the next guy at seven. So, He is pretty clearly, in my opinion, a first-round player. Now, even if you discount him for a few injury concerns and things like that, for him to be going after number 20, my 20th player, for example, is um, projected to average 44.8, whereas I have Anthony Davis averaging 50.9. So 45 versus 51, you've got six points per game difference, which is... It is fairly substantial because later on, six points is going to be the difference between 20, 30, 40 spots later in the draft. Whereas at the start of the draft, six points per game is actually a decent average to be uh, ahead. Now, again, I know he's got some injury-prone things to him, but so do a few of those other guys going the second round. So if you're drafting someone like a... um, Kevin Durant, a Steph Curry, they're both older players. Uh, Kyrie Irving has his issues. Obviously, Kawhi Leonard, who might be going in that sort of a spot. James Harden might be projected about there. Um, all these guys have their issues and, and injury-prone concerns. LeBron James, another one who, again, I think his ADP is higher than Anthony Davis. I have more confidence in Anthony Davis than I do in LeBron James just because LeBron is 39 bloody years old. So he is definitely someone that I think... Um, should be going higher than the 20.6 average draft position that he has on ESPN. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
buy rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go round number three. And speaking of the the GOAT, uh, some might say, uh, LeBron James has an ADP on Yahoo at 24.6, which, again, is probably fine for a category league, maybe early for a category league, but in a points leagues, again, in Yahoo's scoring format, he is basically a top six or seven player. And he is, I have him projected, excuse me, Thought I'd sneeze there. Um, I have him projected at number seven per game, pretty close with number um, eight. So he is basically a top eight fantasy points per league guy. I don't think I'd be taking him in the first round because there is some uncertainty. He is old, um, so he's going to have a lot of games missed. But I think when you get to the f- uh, second round, if you're one of the players and teams that drafted a safer guy in the first round, then I think LeBron James is the perfect guy to pair with that safer pick because then essentially you've got two first-round guys, one of them a bit older and a bit more um, at risk of missing some games, and one that's a rock-solid option for you to sort of build your team around. So I think LeBron James... In a points leagues, for the most part, at least one of the teams in the second round should be drafting LeBron James, in my opinion. On ESPN, he is making his back-to-back de- debut in round three here. He was on the Category League show, but they've got Cade Cunningham again. I know this is not the third round, but I'm putting him here because there are so many players in this 50 spot that are ridiculous on ESPN. So I'm just I'm going to put them all in the next few <laughs> few rounds. So Cade Cunningham is the guy that I've got first. In an ESPN points league, I think he is, I'm just pulling up my rankings, I think he is a top 30 player quite comfortably. He could be as high as a a top 20 guy if things all fall his way. Um, And for him to be going 55, again, in a points league, I know ESPN, it takes a little bit of the... uh, efficiency in, in place, but but not as much as something like a category league. And even then, it's it's crazy. I think he is definitely someone that is going to have the ball in his hands a lot. He gets the big three. He gets points, rebounds, assists, and that is what we need. He's sort of like that mini... Now, he's not as good as his player, but he's like that mini LeBron, that mini, you know, Luca kind of mold, those bigger playmaking guys that can score... He is in that mold, and that is perfect for points leagues, and he is going to be a really good pick. If you can get him anywhere near the 40s and 50s, I think that that is a great draft pick. And then on fan tracks, Pascal Siakam. Again, 
just a much, much better points league player. He is ranked on the other sites higher because of this, but on Fantrax, the average draft position, they don't really have a ranking per se. So a lot of players over there are doing more of your category league. So he gets pushed down the board because of that. But if you're in a points leagues, he was basically a top 20 guy last season. I have him pretty much around the same spot this year. So I think, again, pretty safe top 20, top you know, top two round player, in my opinion. And if you can get him in the third round in a points league, then I think you are absolutely laughing because I don't really see too much changing. Now, there are some pretty shit vibes over in Toronto and there is a little small flag of a trade. Again, the coaches come over, so his minutes might scale back. But again, you you kind of balance that out with Fred Van Vliet being gone. So all in all, all things considered, I think he will do something similar than last year, which is a top 20 player. And even if you get him at like 28, you know, middle of the set, middle of the third round, you've got plenty of room for that to fall back a little bit this season. So I think he's a great buy at 33. Let's talk the fourth round in points leagues. Now on Yahoo, Darren Fox has an ADP of 38.6. Again, suffers a little bit more when we're talking about category leagues because of his poor free throw percentage. He doesn't shoot a whole bunch of threes, but on a Yahoo point system, we don't give... I'm not going to swear. We don't really care. Um, and he, to me, is a clear top 30 points league play. He could be as high as a top 24, a second round guy. I think he's definitely at least a third round player. So if you're getting him at the start of the fourth round, uh, I think that's really good value. ESPN is dissing my boy. Evan Mobley is my guy this year. A lot of you who have watched my content before know this. And this is just insulting. ESPN, ADP 59. You know what you don't have to worry about in a points league? You don't have to worry about free throw percentage. You don't have to worry about the lack of threes. What you do worry about is a guy who gets rebounds. He actually gets assists as a big guy. He gets scoring and he's going to score more this season, I believe. He looked good the other day in preseason and I have him in an ESPN points league. Let's have a look where I've got him. I've got him. I know it's bullish. And I know I'm high. I've got him as a top 25 player, but you don't have to draft him there because on ESPN, he's going in the 50s. Even if you jump early and you go in the 40s, I still think you've got nearly 20 spots of value there. So you don't have to go as high as I have him. And I think it's really easy for him to get there. And again, you don't have to worry about team build and you know lack of threes and free throws in an in a ESPN point, points league. You're just getting all those points and he will do it this season, I believe. I am really big on Evan Mobley. And on fan tracks, again, I'm representing the Knicks today. Uh, Julius Randle, we're going to talk about him again later, but Julius Randle is a points league darling. He... Again, especially in the ESP, sorry, in the Yahoo um, scoring metric where you completely disregard all uh, efficiency. He's, again, another probably top 25 player when it comes to um, Yahoo points leagues. And he has a ranking or an ADP of 51.2. Again, it's one of those issues where you're combining average draft positions between categories and points leagues. In points leagues, he smashes this spot. At category leagues, this is probably too high for him. So... There's, there's a, you kind of try and thread the needle and you, you miss on both. So in a points leagues, just so you know, he is probably a top 25, top 30 guy. Uh, and I don't really see that changing. I think he's again, going to be the, um, the motor engine in New York. Um, I know Brunson's there, but I, I have a hard time thinking that Randall's just going to let up in terms of his usage, his rebounds, his assists. He, he is just a great points league player. And again, 
He does show up here on Yahoo with an ADP of 53.5. So all those similar things that I just said, a little bit later on Yahoo, but again, similar kind of spot in that uh, fifth round. I think he's a steal at that point. On ESPN, DeAndre Ayton, ADP of 64. Now that might be coming in, but I think it has a long way to go. Similar to what I kind of said in the... Um, category league version of this show. I think that he is definitely someone who could be a top 50 player, maybe a top 40 player, depending on how high his minutes and how high his usage usage goes. But I think he's probably at least minimum a top 50 player. The rebounds, he's one of the best in the NBA. Um, I think he's going to get a higher volume of shots this season. Uh, if you can bring that dominating uh, type mindset, which is totally... Anyway, uh, if he can bring that mindset and maybe starts blocking shots, commanding the ball, getting to the free throw line, then he can really explode, in my opinion. So in the points leagues, again, don't have to worry about his lack of threes. Um, and his you know lack of blocks and steals doesn't really worry us too much. So 64, that will come in, I think, a little bit. He'll be going a little bit earlier than this, but I think he can go a lot earlier than this. And on fan tracks, Paolo Bencaro, again, another victim of trying to thread the needle in a points leagues. I think on uh, Yahoo scoring system, let me just have a look at where I have him. On a Yahoo scoring system, now again, this is, I say it's bullish, but I really don't think it actually, it is that bullish. I, I have him top 40, maybe even as high as top 35 in a, in a Yahoo point scoring. Now, I don't really think you need to go that far. Maybe you can get him in the 40s or early 50s, but at 61, it's an absolute steal because, again, you talk about those big three points, rebounds, assists. He is going to be the number one guy in Orlando, I think, this season. As a rookie, he put up great numbers, scored 20 points. Um, maybe he's playing some more backup center this year, so there's a chance for those rebounds to come up. And the assists are decent there as well. So he is definitely someone, again, his biggest drawback in the category leagues is the shit efficiency, the high turnovers, the low threes and steals and blocks. None of that really matters in the points leagues. You're just looking for for volume. You're looking for players who just get the ball in their hands and Paolo definitely does that and in year two, he will take it up another gear in my opinion. Round six, similar kind of story. Josh Giddy at 58.9. Now, I'm a little bit less confident in Josh Giddy than I am with Paolo Boncaro just because there is a few more X factors with Chet joining this team. Uh, obviously, didn't play last year. Your, um, you know, Jalen Williams, how much has he stepped forward from his rookie season? Um, the biggest concern for me for Giddy are his rebounds. Now, he was an elite rebound as a guard last year, and I don't know if you saw that first preseason game for, for Chet, but he got a lot of boards in that time, and I think Giddy had one to half time. So now it's one game sample size, so we always take, take that with a, with a grain of salt. But I, there, there could be an argument mounted that he is actually worse than he was last season. You could say he takes another step forward with more usage. Maybe the assists start to rise a little bit as well. He's a great passer. So I can see him going either way. So I have him as a must-draft player because his his ADP is 58.9, which is definitely too low. I think he's clearly a top 50 player, but I don't think I would have him as a top 40 or top 35 like I did with Paolo earlier. For ESPN... Bradley Beal has an ADP of 69.4, which I just really don't understand. He is someone that I know he's joining a team with a few other star players, but I only have him projected to score just a tick over 20 points per game. Um, I think he's going to get maybe four rebounds, five and a half to six assists per game. 
And that basically has him as a top 50 player quite comfortably, probably a top 45 guy. And you've got the instance that if any one of those other two players go down at any point, and Kevin Durant is not the most durable player in the world, then Bradley Beal can really explode and go as high as a top 30, top 25 guy for stretches at a time. So he is the perfect guy, to, in my opinion, to be taking around that 50, 55 range. Let alone if you're getting him in the 60s, I think he's a great get on ESPN, um, who, again... He's probably, that's too low for both categories and points league. So I think they've missed the boat on both of those ones. So in an ESPN points league, make sure you have an idea of where Bradley Beal is because I think he's pretty comfortably a top 50 guy. Fan tracks, we've got Jama Rant now. This is, I haven't spoken much about Jama Rant. So in, obviously he's got the 25 game suspension. Now in a category league, he is by nine cat uh, metrics, a pretty bad player. He also isn't the best when it comes to, um, minus one ranking, but in a points league, he is probably one of the best players. He, he's clearly, in my opinion, a top uh, 15 player. So on Yahoo points, he's definitely, he's a better again than um, an ESPN. He's not quite as good in the ESPN scoring system, but in the Yahoo setting, I've got him projected to be a first round player per game. Um, now, obviously, he's missing 25 games, but he is someone that we talked about LeBron James and Anthony Davis before. He is close to those guys on a per-game ranking uh, point of view for me. So if I can get him inside maybe the 40s to 50, I think that's a great spot to get him because his return is going to be game-changing for your, your team. Now, it will hurt early on, and you want to maybe be very active in streaming and things like that, getting those fantasy points early on to make up for that. But when it comes time to your fantasy playoffs, and if you think you can get there whilst having this player miss the first couple of months of the season, or just less than the first couple of months of the season, then he could really take it home for you because, again, in a points league, he is basically a first-round player. And uh, we talked about like Sabonis being a steal in the second round. I've actually got Ja Morant projected to score more points than Sabonis. And I believe he did last season as well. So um, it's all about just making sure that you can cope with the absence of a player like Ja Morant for that time. But at that spot in the 40s and 50s, I think that you're not giving up too much for the reward that Ja will give you in a points league. Let's talk about the seventh round. So Yahoo, similar sort of thing, but even more discounted. He's at 75.1. So again, in a points league, I'm happy to take him closer to the 50 mark in the 40s, I think. Again, you decide whether or not it's, um, if you're confident enough to make the playoffs with him missing the first 25 games. If you are really good at streaming, that will be something that can potentially make up for it uh, with the back end of your roster. So Jar Morant to me, again, top 10 player in Yahoo scoring. So he is someone I would easily grab around that pick 50 mark. ESPN, Miles Turner. I just don't understand this one. I really, really don't because I know their ADP slant more towards the uh, points league. So for a lot of them, they're not as egregious as their ADPs were for the category rankings. But in the points league, I just, I don't get it for Miles Turner. I know he is definitely a worse points league player than a category league player, but I still have him projected to be a top 60 guy. Um, Probably closer to sort of that 55, 54 range. So you're getting basically 20 spots of value at his ADP here. 
I think that he, he's finally in a, in a situation where he's not in the trade rumors and things like that. It looks like to me that this Indiana Pacers team is going to be playing fast pace, up and down basketball, which is good for fantasy scoring. There's going to be more stats to go around, more rebounds, uh, more scoring opportunities as well. And I think that he is going to basically rinse and repeat what he did last year at worst, with the potential even to do a bit better. Like he is someone that, you know, they're going to need his scoring. Like it's... Trey, sorry, Tyrese Halliburton is their like number one scorer at twenty, what twenty one points per game. You're going to need Miles Turner to step up, and I think he's going to get some decent fantasy scoring. The guy he's playing next to at power forward in uh, Obi Toppin is not the biggest rebounder either, so you might even see a chance for his rebounds to come up when they were a little bit lower than you would expect for a starting center. I think he is a slam dunk at seventy four on ESPN. Fantrax. Now this is. Of all the players, and we're going to talk about him, I think, in the Yahoo in the next round, but of all the players, Kyle Kuzma is probably the biggest must-draft player at this spot in the entire league because I actually have him projected similarly to where I had Paolo Boncaro projected to before. I think he's a top 40, at least a top 45 points league player. So at 76, you've got at least... 30 to 40 spots of value at that point. So um, he is just, again, cut, like ready-made for points league in terms of the big scoring. He's going to get all the shots he can handle in uh, Washington now with Beal and Porzingis gone. It's going to be him and Jordan Poole. But he rebounds more than Jordan Poole. Again, for point scoring, that's better. He, um, you know, he still gets some decent amount of assists. He's probably an underrated assist player in the last several seasons. He does get those. Um, and again, you're not punished for his uh, poor efficiency from the field and from the free throw line. So he is definitely someone that lots of points, rebounds, decent assists. It's all built for point scoring. So he is definitely someone that needs to be on your watch list. Jump early, man. Like jump jump into the 50s, jump into the 60s, get him, and you're still getting 20 to 30 spots of discount. You don't have to wait to 76 to make sure you get this guy. Like I said, I think I have him basically as a top 40 to 45 player in points leagues. Let's talk about the eighth round. Um, Yahoo, we've got Scoot Henderson, which is an interesting one because in a category league, I think he's starting to go too early, but in a points leagues, in a points league, I think he is really solid. I think he can be a top 70, maybe even a top 60 player. Because again, rookies, especially rookie point guards, are very inefficient. They turn the ball over a lot. They have poor free throw percentage, usually poor field goal percentage. They don't hit threes. Um, and Scoot definitely fits that archetype. But what Scoot can do, he actually is not a bad rebounder for a guard. He also... I think he's going to get a lot of assists. I think he's an excellent playmaker. I think he's going to score a decent amount, you know, in the in the mid to high teens. Um, he'll probably get a steal per game, in my opinion. I just think that, and, and I think he's ready to play in the NBA. I think he's going to be getting a big load of minutes from the very start of the season. Um, so in a points league where you don't have to worry, especially on Yahoo's scoring system, you don't have to worry too much about efficiency, um, lack of threes or anything like that. He definitely projects a lot better in that scenario than compared to what he does in a category league because he does have a lot of other efficiencies. On ESPN, we are doubling down on the Chris Paul uh, hate from ESPN over there. Now, I did not think I was going to be a Chris Paul fan this season. I was thinking I was going to come into the year um, saying that he is too old and you can't draft him, but he's slid too far, man. I, I, I've i been very conservative with my projections on Chris Paul, 
And he still comes out as a top 70, top 75, at worst, top 80 player in a points league. Like, the assists are, are just so valuable for his point scoring. He still is going to be relied on to score at least something on this team. You've traded out Jordan Poole. Chris Paul's got to give you something when it comes to scoring. Um, so in an ESPN points league, again, on ESPN scoring system, they do value a little bit of efficiency, and Chris Paul is very good at that. He doesn't turn the ball over, so you're not going to get those negative points from him. Um, so at 99, it's it's nearly free at that point, and I think he has the potential to be like a top 60 player. At worst, I think he's a top 80 guy, and both of those ranges beat this spot by 20 points. 20 points or 20 rankings comfortably. So I think Chris Paul, at this point, we're just discounting way too much. On fan tracks, Jalen Green comes in. We probably know a lot that Jalen Green is a much better points league guy. He does get discounted because his category value is pretty shocking. Um, so you can try and get the rewards for that. In an ESPN, sorry, no, in a Yahoo points league, he's better off even still. I have him projected as a top 70, top 75 guy. So. Maybe not the best value on this list, but you can get him for 10 to 15 spots of extra value if he falls around this spot. But maybe I wouldn't really be reaching inside the top 70. There might be other better options that we've already discussed. But um, for his ADP of 85.6, there is at least, I think, 15 spots of value. Let's talk round nine. And Wendell Carter Jr. is maybe one of the most slept on players in the NBA from a real life point of view, from a fantasy category league point of view, but especially for a points league point of view, because this is a guy that in Yahoo, I think is potentially a top 80 to 85 player when it comes to um, Yahoo points. He has got an ADP of 102 and you don't always think of him as a big uh, scorer, but again, he's a big man who gets decent rebounds. He scores, you know, 15 points, 16 points per game, and he can get you two to three assists as well per game. So he is a guy that fills up those, um, as a center, those points, rebounds, assists more than other centers do. So I think at 102, that is maybe 20 spots too low than where I would have him. ESPN just hates Devin Vassell. They just hate him. I don't know why. 115.9 is ridiculous. Um, it doesn't make any sense for either category or points leagues. I really don't understand this one at all. Like, he was a top 70 guy last season. Why is he... I mean, are we thinking Wemby's going to drop him 45 spots? I, I really don't think so. I think if anyone gets a hit, it's Keldon Johnson. I think if anyone gets a hit, it's someone like a Trey, a Trey Jones, if anything like that. Um, you know, these other guys, Jeremy Sohan maybe takes another hit. But Devin Vassell is their best player, in my opinion. How long that lasts while Wemby is there, maybe it's already over after that preseason game. But Devin Vassell is at least their second best player this season. And in a points league scoring format, I I think that you can just throw a stone and he's going to hit top 75 value, um, which is, again, 40 spots, probably maybe even 50 spots of value here, probably one of the best values in the entire video you're going to find today. If you're drafting on ESPN, don't sleep on Devin Vassell. Draft him at 85. Draft him at 90. Don't let him fall this far because you've already got a steal on your hands. And if you do, for whatever reason, draft him outside the hundreds. Just pack up. You've, you've won the league right there. Uh, and on fan tracks, Ben Simmons, he just is, again, you don't have to worry about the deficiencies. Now, again, we don't think of Ben Simmons as a points league player because he doesn't score a lot, but it's the rebounds. It's the assists. It's the steals. Again, you don't worry too much about his 
lack of threes, your lack of free throw percentage. We don't worry about that in a points league. So he actually comes out to be a very, very strong option. I have him. Now, I've projected him to score 10 points per game, rebound 6.5, assists 7.5 assists per game, 1.5 steals. And that is good enough to get him basically as a top 75 guy. You might not want to draft him there because of the injury risks, but if you can draft him in the 90s, I think... In a points league, you don't have to worry about fit. It fits on anyone's team. If you can get him in the 90s, you're close enough to the point that if it doesn't work, it's not going to kill you. You can drop him. You can grab someone else. But if it does work, you've got maybe 20 ranks. Or, or, or maybe if he puts it all together, like he, he could be a top 40 points league guy. Like I've got him projected to score 10 points per game. What if he comes back out and starts scoring 15 points a game? Like that is definitely possible. He's done it before. Um now, I'm not expecting that, but it is a possibility. And if he does that, he will go from averaging what I've got projected at about 33 points per game to 38, which in my projections gets him to a top 50 player. So he has that upside. There is some risks, but at 116, like it's free. Like just, just take the punt. Take it 20 spots earlier, and I think I'm fine. Same thing again over on Yahoo, but he's even later at 126. It's absolutely no risk, can't lose situation at that point. Um, I'd be willing to gamble again, maybe 20 spots higher than that, 30 spots higher than that, uh, because he's just so good in that format and has upside to be a top 50 points guy. Um, ESPN, we talked about Wendell Carter Jr. before. He's even later on ESPN's league, um, and I think he might even be better in ESPN's points scoring format. So let me just double check that because... Uh, oh, no, slightly worse. I've got him projected to one point uh, worse on that, but still probably a top 85, top 90 guy at worst. And I do believe that he is someone that you can get outside the top 100 because he's not really a hyped name. He's not really, he's, he's often a forgotten guy, so you can get him really late. And Fantrax, I know this is outside the 10th round, but Steven Adams, give the man some love. I know he doesn't shoot free throws well, but you know what we don't care about in a points league? We don't care about free throw percentage. And he is someone, if I look at my rankings, you've got the rebounds. He scores, you know, at least a decent amount. Um, he also is someone that can get you some assists, a block, a steal per game. So he comes out. If I'm just trying to find him on my rankings, where are you, Steven Adams? No, I think you're higher than that. Here he is. I've got him at top 90 value, and I feel really confident in that. There's really no threat to his role. He's so important to this team. He really locks in their defense. Jaron Jackson's not He's not grabbing them rebounds. We saw at the World Cup. Um, he, he's not getting the rebounds. Steven Adams is, and again, I've got him projected for under 10 points per game, and still he comes out at this spot where he can be a top uh, 100 at the very minimum, but more likely top 90 fantasy points league player on Fantrax in the Yahoo scoring system. He does suffer a little bit if you're using the uh, ESPN scoring system because of that uh, poor efficiency from the free throw line does deduct some points a bit from him, but not too much. He's still probably a top 110 guy in that format. And at 143, again, it's free. It is so, so easy just to draft him and get value at that spot. That will uh, that will do it, guys. Let me know in the comments section below. Do you disagree with any of those picks? I feel pretty confident about all of them. I've tried to pick guys that, again, I know a lot of them, they will be going earlier because when you're in a points leagues, your competitors will know that they're in a points leagues. But when you sort by ADP or they're down the order, some people do forget them. So 
Make sure you're across all these guys that because of the category league setting or because of dumb rankings over on ESPN, you know where they are and you can get them at good value and potentially they can help contribute to you winning your leagues. Make sure you guys, if you are enjoying fantasy content and are wanting to get some more fantasy content into the preseason and during the season all year long, Hit subscribe on the YouTube channel if you're watching over there. Make sure you give this video a big thumbs up as well. Head over to ballboysmba.com if you want my season guide for points, projections, points, rankings, as well as any category league stuff that you're also doing. And I'll see you guys next time for some fuss. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.